Welcome back to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting with me this week over on the far left of the couch is my co-host, Nick Wright. And returning is our special guest, Jason Birdwell. And this week, we're going to be continuing our list, uh, ranking the Star Wars movies from 10 to 1. Number five, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Okay, so that's perfect. We can get right into the follow-up of yeah. Force so, Awakens. Uh, so, yeah, the, so The Last Jedi obviously came out, you know, this past year, 2017. Yep. Do we want to cover uh, our... Just a few months ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, <laughs> so Ron ranked that fourth. Uh, Big fan I, of it. I've ranked it six, and Jason ranked it six. Sixth, also sixth. So, Okay. So, I was prepared for you to have it lower on your list because you were just referring to like it. Or what, what did you call it? The brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, the you brown really, eye of the group. What, well, you really of yeah, all he the said, friends because uh, you you were showing off like the marquee and it showed yeah. like the episode number. What is it? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> and he said the number of times I vomited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not terrible, but I think no, there was, no, don't let there up. Was such, yeah. There was such an expectation of getting one thing, and then you get another that is like way off your chart of expectation, and you're going, "Really?" Because what you brought up—it was really? at that time. I was like, "Wow!" You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> tell us how you really feel, Jason. I mean, like, I just uh, well, I, I, I could go uh, on for days on this film. Well, Nick, Nick, and I saw it, and we were both like, we liked it. You know, we definitely had some problems with it. I was it. disappointed with things, but I, I liked it overall. I think I liked it a bit more than you, but uh, well, obviously my list shows that. And I went to see it a second time, and I really appreciated things even more the second time, which I figured I would. Though now, But Jason, the sorry one, to interrupt you, Nick, but okay. Jason, like, I remember I was waiting for Jason to see it. I, I had a feeling he was going to have some issues with it. He did. And uh, he, he calls me, and I swear to God, the the tone of your voice, I thought maybe something happened to your family. <laughs> I thought maybe someone was injured or maybe dead because you were like, homie, I saw the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was relieved because I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I literally left the theater. like I, I, I was in a bad mood when I left the theater. I was like, seriously. I'm like, Really? I'm like, this is not how this film should have went. I yeah. Mean, just the way that you saw it solo too, right? Yeah. Like, no, I saw it with the family. It was oh, me you did. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you okay? So you saw it with young. Like, well, how did your how did your kids like it? Well, uh, Christopher kept saying under his breath, but we could hear him. They've run out of ideas. They're just playing the same thing over and over again, aren't they? Oh well, I mean, I don't know if I really got that that much. In no, I thought it was Jedi. a very different Star Wars movie. Well, personally, I, 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 well, I, I'm not sure exactly where he was going with it, but so there's a negative. Well, I think he was more referring back to the Force Awakens. Okay, well, that's was, that's that fair. Film, I mean, that's, but, no one yeah. could really argue with that. He he definitely didn't care for it. Yeah, and I just there were so many things in that film. I mean, well, I could start with, with Captain Phasma. You think okay, okay? Let's let's start with something we all agree on. We think you you know she's gonna get redeemed. We're finally get to see how 
kick ass she yeah. is in this film. Finally, <laughs> finally she's gonna show her worth. I think she got less time in this film and than she, she did does the previous not. one. She absolutely got less time in this film and her whole like entrance, like okay, so we're gonna jump around a bit. You got that amazing scene where like they they hype they uh they do hyperspace through Snoke's ship. Right. Beautiful scene. Yeah. Love that. That, that was cool. Death. Yeah, that was cool. Now, we're to believe that the same ship that that happened on, and, and Ray and, and, well, not Ray and Finn, Finn and, and Rose, at that point were captured and were about to be like cut on yeah, the face. They're, they're like right in the middle of like an execution. Yeah. And the, the, the like, you know, that baton with like the electricity is like right up on their face. That happens, they're separated. And yeah, and like they're alone now, and there are no st- stormtroopers around. No. Anywhere. And then a few seconds later, here comes Phasma with her like entourage of stormtroopers. <laughs> like, why did they all go over there? <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> but, and so then, in my mind, so like Phasma and Finn are like gonna have they're it out. They're gonna have it out. And so then I'm like, Yes, in you see, my and mind, you see that in the trailer. She is about ready to kick Finn's butt. Yes, Finn's due for a butt whipping, especially from the traitor and, stuff. And somehow, like Rose is going to save him or whatever, and they're going to get away, whatever. But Finn's getting his ass kicked. Yes, that did not go down. It no. did not. Fast <laughs> <laughs> went out like a bitch. Like, <laughs> not like not like that kind, of, but you know what I mean. Like, like she quickly was. It was so lame how she died. Yeah, very. And, and I, did she actually die? I well, she well, falls down. It's a implied. It's really dies. implied more this time than last time. Well, yeah. I she mean, in last time you're sitting the trash there like, compactor, right? all right. Well, how did she get out of the trash compactor before it blew up? Yeah. But I mean, this time she like she falls into fire, and the ship is like in the midst of blowing yeah, up. Yeah, there's and like all this flames and crap below her. I so, mean, she's falling into some. Ex- Bad stuff. So for we, sure. you know, we still may see her in a future movie. I don't expect movie, to see her but, again. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's implied more this time she died than it was last time. Yeah, and then there's that scene with R two or not R two, but BB eight, and he's in the chicken walker thing, and like oh, I hated that. Oh my part. gosh! Yeah, that was that, good. It, and it that just it, it looked bad. It looked bad. That did not look good. Well, there, did, there were some. There were some bad, iffy CG scenes yes, in this the movie. Yes, the CG kind of got a little. The I'll scenes on Canto. That was like for the kids. It's like, aha, it's funny. Look, BB 8's in the locker. Yeah, it's, it, it played, I'm sure it played just fine with kids. Uh, One of the opening things in the film that really irked me was the way they did, uh, oh, what's the guy? The First Order guy, the redheaded guy. Oh, uh, uh, Hux. Hux. Hux, yeah. Like, what's up with the slapstick comedy? I, I like that oh part. I thought that was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Holding for Hux. <laughs> it, it just, like, kind of came it, out of nowhere. Like, it, 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 to me, it was funny, but it was also kind of eye-rolling. Like, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of out of place. <laughs> it, it was, well, like I said, they nailed the humor in Force Awakens. For them. Like, I, it felt a bit, step. it felt like a step further in this. This comedy felt forced to me. Did it feel the Force Awaken? No, 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 Force Awakens. <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It felt it felt a little bit like jammed in there, and it, it, and I didn't. A lot of it I laughed at. Some of it I was like, meh. Like the comedy later on, take like, it or leave it. With I guess. Chewbacca and the little uh, bird things. Yeah, porgs. Those yeah. were fu- that was funny. 
Yeah, well, he was like looking at the pork. He was gonna eat it. His the little, like, like lips like quivering. <laughs> Did he adopt that pork? What happened? Because like he shows up in the Falcon later. I'm like, you know, like, was that the same pork? Well, I don't, yeah. Was that pork he was they, gonna eat? They that were pork's all over mother? the place. I mean, because there was a number of them. In yeah, there. they were everywhere. But then you've got you've got this first order ship that can't catch. Okay, okay, okay. Oh man, the, the slowest chase. <laughs> yeah, the slowest chase. Like, are you serious? I know. How can you like, not catch that ship? They kind of like explained it at one point in the middle of the movie, and I'm like, well, okay. Even the explanation was lame. <laughs> it, it was. It was. And here's here's what I'm gonna, I'm going to make a point that okay, first the movie was long. Yes. It, it was like two and a half hours or something. It was by far like the longest Star Wars movie. I would argue that. You could have lifted the entire Finn Rose plotline out of the movie. That whole yes. casino thing, that that was my which bi- turned out to be pointless anyway. My biggest thing with that was like, okay, here's their best idea: is like, let's fly down to this casino planet and find this hacker guy. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So they fly down there, and as soon as they get there, and they're just kind of like looking around, and like I'm sitting there thinking like. Aren't you in a hurry? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like up in space. You're having That like casino the- scene was the in my mind. I'm watching this movie and I'm like, Jason is going to hate this well, like, part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hate it. <laughs> because they're only doing it because Laura Dern's character will not tell Poe what the plan is. That's stupid too. If she Just tells tell Poe what's plan, going on. Yeah. That whole part of the film can get cut out. Yeah. There's no point in it. And I guess they just wanted to they had to give Finn something to do, but couldn't you think of something better than and that? And then, ultimately, they didn't even get the guy they were after. No, right. they, they find this they perfectly settled, capable guy. They settled for another guy. Like, he convinces them he can do it. Yeah. But you went down there because this was, like, the only guy that could do it. Well, it was per the recommendation of Maz. And that whole scene with Maz where, like, she's, like, fighting off. That was, like, super weird. Yeah, it felt like a video game or something. It was really uh, out there. So, like... Every problem I had with the movie seems to generally be centered around those that that storyline. It just doesn't work, and I I think the movie would have it would have been on the bit of a short side. But they could if they could have found something else small for Finn to do, they could have made it a two hour movie and it would have been better. But you know, did you guys like Rose? I mean, what what did what were your feelings on Rose? Yeah. It's an okay character. It's not terrible. I, I didn't hate her. But... The force like love like. Yeah. Story between them though, like yeah, I didn't really. It seemed like that love story was kind of forced. By I didn't her. really care for Not like so the relationship. Thing. True, right? It, it, I, I thought they had some inter- like cute little moments to like the the escape pod stuff. Like was kind of right. funny, you know. Right. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with her character, but I really didn't like 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 when she knocked him out because she found out he was going to desert. Yeah, yeah she turned on the famous Finn awfully quick, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one moment she's like, "You're the Finn." I'm like, wait a minute, you're deserting. <laughs> you're out of here. Another. And then they both come to the conclusion at the same time that they're tracking us through hyperspace. Like they do that kind of like little thing where they finish each other's sentence. Oh yeah. man, it was a little much. It was a bit much for sure. Another thing I had a problem with is the whole Luke Ray training montage. If you go back and you watch Empire, look at all the stuff that he went through with Yoda in his training, whatnot. There are like three separate scenes with him and uh, and her. And, like, all those scenes, 
there's like basically no training. So you're telling you know, all me sudden, all you got to do to become a Jedi is to like have a little puppet ride on your back and do some flips over some logs. <laughs> that makes you a Jedi? Hey, <laughs> you're satisfied with that? Hey, That's man. what qualifies? He was moving. He, at least he was moving rocks and, you know, facing off against a, <laughs> a fake Vader down in a hole. I mean. You had me just do, fine for a while, Jay, but she, now. She didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. And all of a sudden, she's a Jedi master. Really? No, she she didn't. She she definitely had. She, she the the force came easy to Ray. We can just say that for right. sure. Yeah, and he kind of explained like how to like feel the force, and you know, I mean, I I I got into that. I, I thought that was fine. But short of her feeling the force and you know doing the thing where she puts her hand on the ground. All of that she scene did. where, like, she's like, yes, yes, I feel the force. And he's got, like, the, like, <laughs> that's that was great. <laughs> but, I mean, there was, like, no real training by him to her. It was just kind of like, well, right, you got this. Well, he didn't want to train her. He refused her. to. Yeah. I mean, for he the, only the longest her, like, time. Really, just because, like, he, I, he had to, I guess he felt like, I mean, but, yeah, he resisted for a while. And, like, the, the scenes with Luke on the, first, let's go back to the humor part where she finally hands him the lightsaber yeah. and he flips it over his wrist or his that shoulder. That pretty good. Well, it was funny, but, like, that was, like, the first part of the whole, well, you're kind of shitting on J.J., you know? Because, right. like, he built that up, and then, like, he gets it, and he, whoop, and I laughed in the moment, and I also, I thought it was cute when the porgs were like, like, jamming on the button. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like oh, one. <laughs> one staring right down the barrel, and the other right jamming the on the button. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so, yeah, he flips it over the shoulder, and he's just like, so okay, well, like we're, we'll go ahead and talk about that. The whole the training thing that since you brought it up, and uh, it, it was it was not it was not satisfying to see Luke in that state for well, sure. But it's not like he's not doing anything different than any other Jedi Master did in previous movies at his age, hmm. at that point of his life. No, Obi Wan was pretty open with his willing to train Luke and show him the ways of the Force. He wasn't so grumpy and I'm not going to do this. I'd have to disagree with you there. Well, Luke was just like super turned off by the whole thing because he'd already seen Kylo turn bad and so yep. he was not going to go through Obi-Wan that. Obi-Wan was supposedly there to look after Luke. Right. So of course he's going to like be open to training him. Obi-Wan kind of been waiting for that day. Yeah. Right. But, you know, like it's not like Yoda jumped like uh, you know, I mean, he, you know, uh, same thing. Like he was no, gonna he train was, Luke no matter right. what, but it's not like he came right out like ready to go. Right. But you know, so yeah. He, but if you look at it from Luke's point of view, his story completed. You know, he was at peace with his father, and then you know he had this whole. Like I really liked the whole like you know like the Jedi stuff. You know, it's all vanity and you know like I I've seen like what the you know the Jedi Council and like how they you know, like they feel like. You know that they're above everything else, and you know, like I've seen how like they, the slightest thing can like get behind them, and it can go shitty, it can go sideways fast. Right. And you know, he just he wants to be done with it, which and like after the whole thing with with Kylo, I mean that's his nephew, and I really liked the three pronged perspective explanation of what happened between him and Kylo. Like at first, you kind of got. Uh, Kylo's perspective, where like Luke, you know, he looks over the shoulder and like there is Luke, like gonna strike him down. Mm -hmm. Then you got 
you know, Luke's perspective. And it was much more like you saw like the emotions behind what he did. And then later on in the movie, you kind of got like the real thing, like the in-between. And so you can feel for Luke. I can understand like why he wouldn't be so quick to jump on the like Ray train. Well, my problem wasn't with him not wanting to train her. It was just the fact that like the minute amount of training that she did get. And all of a sudden she's this Jedi master. Really? Really? I'm like, it's just not, not believable. You get the feeling that Ray was going to be that no matter what. She's all, she could already wield around that staff that she carries around everywhere though. I mean, that's, kind of in my mind how she could already yeah luke was use, a farm boy with no use the lightsaber so well as she's already been surviving on her own on jakku her whole she's tougher life than luke. i guess i just felt like there should have been a more of a training montage it would have been just more I a know. montage <laughs> <laughs> with her doing like sit-ups and like <laughs> not a volleyball montage <laughs> okay well i didn't say anything about volleyball <laughs> Top Gun, <laughs> uh, but you know, I I, 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 I just really thought they handled it fine. Well, and, I was I had a problem with that whole thing the way they did his character. And in the middle of it all, you got that really interesting like connection between Kylo and Ray, the Force skyping or whatever we were calling it at yeah. the time. What did you think about that, Jay? I can kind of see the way you're slumping your shoulders. You didn't <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I thought it was cool. It, it was kind of cool, but then I. I because Snoke was behind that, right? He was. He was making that happen. We didn't know it at the time, but it, he makes it clear that he he allowed for that to happen. Because even in the moment, they were like, how is this happening? This should kill you. you well, know? I mean, it was kind of cool, I guess, because it was kind of like when Luke would talk to Vader. They'd be in different ships or whatever. And they'd go back and forth. It, it, it was kind of cool. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. I, I dug that. I'll, and I like the way that they presented it, too. Like, all the sound would go out. And, right. Know, it was just kind of like an echo, you know, mm-hmm. and they were just talking to each other. It's like they were in each other's minds and... That only that's the only place they were at was in right. each other's minds, and of course, like it all like kind of go. It leads into that moment where you know Ray's she she goes down on her own into that cave to because she wants to learn where she's from, and that that was a bizarre scene for sure with like the snapping and like all of the you know like the endless rays, yeah, like the yeah. mirror images, mirror images, and then it goes right into that final one where she's like showing me. You know who my parents are, and it like the two really images, kind of. It was super weird, but at the same time, it, it felt to, very artistic. To me, it felt like it was just a different version of like the cave, like an Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was very much like that. Yeah. But did either one of you figure out who her parents are? Because I didn't really get. I think personally that what okay, so all really Kylo did was conf- make Ray see that. Or at least make Ray think that what she already knew was that they were nobody. They're nobody important. So it doesn't matter. Well, it matters, but like I, I think that you know he was using that against her. Like she's already pretty much convinced they're nobody. I think personally that we don't know yet. Right. I don't think that they were. Um, whatever. How did this crap? I'm like they sold her off for drinking money or whatever, just right. junkers. I, I, I don't I, think that because they had a ship. I like think this. it's highly plausible. They're they're just nobody important. They're not. She's not a Skywalker. She's not a Kenobi. Oh, I don't think they are that. I really don't think she's going to end up being a Skywalker or a Kenobi. And I think that's totally cool that they're not going to make her. Like everybody like, seems to think that she has to be because yeah. she's so strong in the Force. Right. 
But as we know, there are many Jedi's throughout the yeah. the, the universe. I, I don't I don't really see why that has to be. Yeah. Because the whole history of the Jedi have been that they find young children that are very strong in the Force, mm-hmm. and then they bring them into their fold. I mean, you see Jedi's that are like alien races that are not human at all, and you know they're obviously not Skywalkers or Kenobi's. So but. yeah, I, I don't really know why people feel like she has to be a Skywalker or a Kenobi to be that strong in the Force. I don't. But I very, I really believe that it's yet to be determined who her parents are. I guess because they've made such a big deal out of her her lineage. They didn't though. That's the thing. The fans, fans made a big did. deal out of well, it. Yeah, yeah I guess. It, but... You know, the the reason people are so angry, and this is my whole point about why people are mad about this movie. Fans are mad that it just didn't end Their up being what they wanted it to be. Aren't, yeah, it's right. like what they think is gonna happen isn't happening. Well I didn't like how the how everything played out with Luke, you know, especially the way he died. I just thought that was We'll get there, but yeah, I, I understand like And the fact that we still don't know who Snoke is. I'm I don't st- think it matters. No, and that—that's I think that's what I was getting ready to say when we started this discussion on the Last Jedi. But um, you had something else to say. It, yeah, that—that that was my big thing about the the entire movie. Is I wanted an answer of who Snoke was, yeah. and I didn't get it. But I, yeah, I'm disappointed. I didn't get it, but I'm also okay with it because i know it'll come you know I yeah mean, your you, point was at the time and i know who the emperor was back then when empire strikes back and return of the jedi came out he had no back history at all well mm-hmm. i guess that and the fact that even though he may not be dead it appears that he suddenly got killed by weakling kylo yeah it's like <laughs> Really? Well, is Kylo really a weakling? I wouldn't say he's a yeah, weakling. Yeah, I, I don't know if yeah. I'd go and say weakling Kylo. He's but. certainly strong. He's Ray's equal, I mean, I think. Uh, Even when Ray defeated him, Kylo was very injured. in comparison. I thought that was pretty bad. In comparison to him <sighs> to Snoke, though. We'll get him there. Him to Snoke. <laughs> you know, him to Snoke would be somewhat weaker. I mean, that would be like comparing. You would like, imagine. That yeah. would be like <clears throat> Luke to the Emperor at one point, you know? It's it, it's hard to swallow that, Um you would you would not expect Kylo to get the best of somebody of right. Snoke's. Yes, I agree. But with there is that. one thing that I did read. If you, but it's not like they didn't try to like explain it away, though. I mean, if you listen to the words that he said in that scene, though, it makes you think Snoke's not dead because it was like he was predicting what Kylo was going to do. Maybe so if he knew Kylo was going to do that. We know they have cloning technology, so right. so he's not <laughs> sitting in that chair for real. Then. You're right. I mean, and that's another thing I'd like to make a point is it is. Star Wars is whatever they decide to write it to be. And now that JJ's taken the reins back, he could retroactively go back and like was like, oh, well, I wanted this to happen. Now I'm going to make it happen. I right. absolutely don't think we've seen The Last of Snoke. No. I have no idea how that may become. Yeah. Whether it ends up being a flashback or, you know, whatever, or they somehow bring him back. I have no idea. Have we seen The Last of Luke? No, no, he's going to be a force. No, host. absolutely not. Yes. Yeah. I don't think anybody thinks yeah. otherwise as far as that goes. Yeah, we just, have not seen because, the last of Mark Hamill in the movie. Well, just Luke because be he's back. made peace and he's become one in the force. We haven't seen the last of him Is either. Is it possible that he could be more than a force ghost? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I think he's going to take on the role of Obi-Wan coming back and yeah. Yoda. And, you know, he'll just be... He's now, always going to be there. Hey, let, let's talk about those practical effects for a second here <laughs> okay. with Yoda. That was like the one time where I kind of felt like, 
okay, did we have to so purposefully make him look like a puppet with his kicking feet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, that could have looked better, I think. It, yeah, but I mean, at the same... Well, they used the it's, same mold, right? I like, appreciate the practical effects, but that that just screamed puppet to me so much that I... I it was too practical almost. Yeah. Well, didn't they use the it, same it mold from miss, the old movies? It made me miss the Revenge of the Sith Yoda. Yeah. But it was cool to see Yoda because that was kind it of was. Not yeah. necessarily expected. It, it was heart it was very like heartening to see Yoda. Especially when like Luke was at his lowest. So that was he just had better, a fight with Ray and he's probably, he's ready to set the tree on fire and here comes Yoda. Oh young Skywalker when he says young Skywalker, man. It's just like yeah. it's one of those I got the tingle moments. Even though like yeah, the effect itself maybe wasn't great. It was good. Right. But, and like people had problems with him hitting Luke, and it's like, wait a second, he shouldn't be able to physically touch Luke, should he? Oh, I don't even remember. I don't that. remember that either. He did he? No, I, I think so. Yeah, I think the, he did. the The main thing I was thinking coming out of that was that he he had a uh, an effect on the real world by causing the lightning. That lightning. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I don't I even thought remember. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, guys. I don't know, but maybe maybe I don't know. I'm I'm back I'm backpedaling a little bit, but I, I feel like there was some sort of interaction. I, I need to see it again. I don't know. Maybe not. That was one of the good parts. It was one of the good parts. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, well, we we talked about Snoke's death. Let's just go ahead and start talking about some of the things that were good. Well, Can no, we? no, we've we've left out one of the worst parts of the entire movie. I've been waiting for this to come. All right, let's go ahead <laughs> and do it. How in the heck? Or at this point, how in the hell does Leia survive a blast <laughs> right. from another ship like? Right in the cabin where she's standing, float out into space and suddenly turn into Captain Marvel. Yeah. That was uh, jarring. Yeah, that <laughs> now here's here's my big thing with that scene. Um as far as like everybody talking about her flying through space, yes, that could have been handled better. Now, I can buy that portion of it. I'll, I'll back up here in a second. But I can buy that portion of it, whereas, you know, Jedi have been moving objects with their mind since ever. Yeah. Right. So I can see that she can focus on an object in the distance and use that as an anchor and pull herself to that location, you know, in space. I can see that. I can buy that. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Yes, it was handled poorly. It did not look very good. No. It did not look very good at all. Yes, it looked not good. But I'm okay with that concept. Here's the part I'm not okay with. Getting blown out into space and waking up. Yeah. She would have been dead. Yeah. Like, there was an explosion right in front of her. I mean, like like you said, threw her out into space. The concussion on that blast would have killed her. I mean, she she's like, she's out in space. She's like, you know. and then, She's still a human and being, And there's right? like the ice crystals like forming on her <laughs> face. Yeah. And she just wakes up. <laughs> and honestly, she probably shouldn't have been in one piece. I mean, <laughs> Well, let's yeah. talk about that scene for a second because... It was an amazing scene because, you know, of course, like Kylo is like 
angry. He's, he's ready to take it out. You know, and he has that moment where he pulls back and he doesn't yeah, pull the trigger. Yeah, and he doesn't do it. Right. Everybody thought he did it from the trailer. Yeah. And, and that was the, that was the biggest thing in the trailer, too, that I, I, I've learned, you know, I've become wise through my years in a way that mm-hmm. when I see such things on a trailer, Don't I know that... Misdirection. They're, they're, yes. <laughs> I know that mis- they're misleading you. And so I, I was totally ready for that to not be what we what it looks well, like because like kyle is like kill the past and then you then you see that scene where he's like barreling down on the ship and you see leia worried and concerned yeah they totally sold it like he kills her yeah but i'm with you there like i've kind of learned my lesson it, it kind of ended up kind of being that but mm, it, it's a, not quite as straightforward I remember getting a lump in my throat similarly to well because carrie fisher of course passed away while me just after making like filming all of her stuff like i don't think we missed out on any, any carrie fisher scenes because she died after she did all of her parts no, but it wasn't totally in the can yeah but but i got a lump in my throat thinking holy shit they're gonna kill princess leia here yeah because my understanding was that they kind of altered some things kind of did things a little differently the story because of her passing yeah and so i did kind of think that well they they may end up doing this and they honestly there ended up being three times two or three times where i thought okay here's where they're gonna kill her yeah because they've just they've got to because i think originally it wasn't the last movie supposed to be more centered around her but now she's passed so they can't do that yeah i don't know i think that's what i read i i don't know did like the the first one was a lot about han or Mm -hmm. han the next one was going to be more about Luke, and then the last one was going to circle more around yeah, her character. But that, now that she's that gone, be, I don't know. they can't. Be, yeah. They can't do that. But the way that she went out, it was like so kind of sudden and jarring. Again, well, it, the the scene after was even more jarring. But yeah, I mean, out goes General Akbar. Out goes Princess Leia. Boom. Yeah, but and you don't even know that Akbar's out there until somebody like in another scene says like. The entire uh, like uh, command was in on the bridge at the time, and they like throw out Akbar's name. name. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, did Akbar uh, die? Like, jeez, <laughs> oh, he died off screen. <laughs> what a horrible way to go. But yeah, he he dies in that explosion. But yeah, so thank you, Jay. We can bring that up. We can all agree yes. that was stupid. Yes, it, yeah, very not stupid. not handled very well. Not handled and well. And like you said too, the CG in that particular scene was not very good. I mean, when you wish upon a star was playing in my head as she was like going towards the show. I mean, it was so cheesy. Now, I heard someone else say in their head a cool scenario for her to go out would have been instead of the Laura Dern character staying on the yeah, show. Yeah, I said Leia that. staying on. Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah, okay. when when that was coming down, and and they're like, you know, they're they're getting ready to board on that other ship, and I'm sitting there thinking like, oh. This is this is how it's going to happen. How emotional uh, Le- would that Leia, have been? Leia is going to be like, "Oh, I've I've served my time. You're, you know, because you know she's younger. You know, you you still you need to lead. So I'm thinking like Laura Dern's going to be the new leader. You mm-hmm. know, and no, it uh, no. <laughs> Apparently, she's another character that was meant to like that was had a fuller, richer history behind her. That was another yeah. kind of like thing that was kind of a takeaway. Like you get introduced to this new character and you're thinking okay there's gonna be something to her i didn't really care for her character like i well, wanted I didn't to either, like but her you didn't, get, you didn't get anything yeah. i mean it was like but if Captain carrie fisher had been on the ship and then she turned it around and went hyperspace through the ship yeah oh that was a cool it would have been like 
tears was, and yeah. joy and everything. Like yeah. that would have been so proud. Like that was a missed. That would have been a good way for her to go. I and think. that was a cool. The CG in that particular scene was really. I love the way that that sh- like. Yeah. Now. The reason that this movie for me is rated so high, and I think we can now start to talk about some of the really good stuff about the movie. There were like three scenes where I legit got tingles as I'm watching it happen. That was one of them. When she turns the ship around and you're like, are they going to do what I think they're going to do? And then Hux like gets that realization. He's like, shoot that ship down. Like they kind of dismissed it at first. Cause like they're going after like the jettisoned ships. Mm hmm. But like when that has like everybody's realizing, even in the movie they're realizing it in real time. Like holy shit, this is about to happen. Mm-hmm. And at that same moment, we got that scene with Snoke and Ray and Kylo. When I'm just like thinking about it, just getting tingles, dude. When like he does the thing with the the lightsaber and cuts Snoke while he's getting all hot and bothered doing his villain. Yeah, speech. he starts like turning it towards him real slow. And I, yeah, and I'm like, oh, is Ray? And like Kylo gonna join forces like I'd heard people predict. Is this really gonna happen? And then boom, his ass gets cut in half. And then bam, the lightsaber comes flying and she catches it. And they they go wide on the shot. They go back to back in yeah, slow motion. That was really cool. I and thought. dude, I just got a chill thinking about that. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that was so badass. And they're gonna take on the Praetorian guards, Snoke's guards. Man, and that I mean that whole fight was just so, <sighs> like stabbing him in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean, I was like so friggin' happy. Like I, it was something I didn't even know I wanted that bad for like, you know, Kylo to potentially come back to the light side. Right. Yeah. Ray all along was saying, like, we can get him back. You know, like Ray said, I can turn you to the light. Kylo thinks I can turn you to the dark. See, I you know? kept waiting for her to go dark. Is what That's I, what the I, was I think the trailers were positions. setting us up to think that right mm-hmm. they were going to switch sides and I just didn't believe it for mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. Um, another misdirect because like like you know we see that scene where like Ray's like facing down Luke and she's kind of got that pissed look and like right. looks like yes yeah, is not going to go Yo, yeah man. and you're like damn is that, are we supposed to believe that she's going to kill Luke right here I don't think so um, but yeah that scene was just man it felt so good and as as fast as it happened it was over. And then immediately, like, Kylo's like, join me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I was so let down by that. But at the same time, I was like, well, where would they go from there if he did join the light side? Speaking of that, that was one of the parts that irked me. They're there. The next thing you know, uh, what's-her-face, is on the Millennium Falcon showing up. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. no explanation of we- how she got off that ship, how she got to where she got to. There's... On the Millennium Falcon. We, well, yeah, because yeah, she we, got we, jettisoned or whatever, like on that like little pod, and she just kind of arrived on Snoke's ship. But I guess she just got picked up. That's like the biggest That's a big thing Ruth role. talks about yeah, over I, and over. It's heck? like she, Luke is like you know that that planet that he's on is like so remote and far away, and nobody can find where he's at. But she just like takes off, goes straight to the Star Destroyer or whatever where Snoke is and then just like Jason said then she's on the Millennium Falcon she's got a horrible she just... wormhole wormhole <laughs> well she did wake up before Kylo did I mean you know who knows what happened in that moment she just uh, hopped around moments. from here to there yeah, and just like, like nothing like where did yeah she come I mean from? I guess you could maybe pick that apart a little bit it didn't it didn't damper my enjoyment at one bit I mean it, it didn't occur to me I guess it wasn't like a thing that I worried about yeah um alright so like you said, she's back on the Falcon, and we're going to have that final scene 
on the I forget the planet where the like the rebellion the oh, stronghold. I don't stronghold. remember the name. Yeah, I don't it know. looked awesome though. Yeah, it's, the effect of that was pretty cool. The, the salt flats. And then it had the red underneath of it. Or yeah. yeah, it was a really. The, that's another thing. I, I, this movie was the most beautiful Star Wars movie of any of them. I mean, the way it looked was so yeah, good. It, was, it looked really well. Really enjoyed the way the movie looked. All right, so here we go. The, one, and another one of the tingle moments. Like they're like behind the uh, they're behind the door. Looks hopeless. Behind the eight ball. Behind the eight ball. Um, Kylo's just like in full on like pissy mode. He, he's ready to go down and and, and kill Ray. Like he wants to kill what's he wants to squash what's left of the rebellion. So they get everything they got down on the planet, and they're they're standing behind the door, and they've got their you know they got their Death Star technology, like a battling ram that's like the Death Star. Yeah. And they were even like, oh, it's like technology from the Death Star, and he was like, all right, whatever. But you got those cool like looking at at vehicles, and they're all kind of rode up, and then you know Poe and like everyone else, they kind of put up their last that, bit last ditch effort to to stop them. That that was another thing that slightly disappointed me is because I had read a lot about those new at ats that they were like gorilla arms kind of, yeah. and it was like a feature of them was that they can't be tripped with tow cables. Right, like so I'm expecting it, to right. see something go down, some kind of fight with these at ats and nothing that doesn't. Nah, none of that. <laughs> They're just kind of standing there in the background. Yeah. I'm sure some like designers of those vehicles somewhere was like, we put so much detail into yeah. it. You know, like, they didn't do anything with them. You they just, they were just big and looked cool. That's par for the course though. I mean, that, yeah, all the background stuff. They, oh yeah, those artists and everything put so much detail. So they're light. You just never see. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, that's what those books are for and stuff yeah. that people pour over and get into so much. But you know, you get the final scene with Luke, and you know, like so, Luke, you know, shows up out of nowhere, and they're like, they even make a point to like, well, yeah, how like the hell did he the get there? All the hints are there. Yeah, <laughs> all the hints are there, and that's one of the uh, one of the reasons why I kind of dig this scene so much. All the hints are there that he's not really there. But, you know, so he kneels down to lay and they have their like last little moment. And that was touching. And, uh, you know, so like here's Luke to save the day, man. He's going to save the day. He's going to do something. Doesn't he look at R2 and go, don't? Didn't he say Uh, something like that? I just think I remember him just kind of giving like a wink or a nod to like C-3PO or something. I don't don't remember. I thought he said something like don't or something. Don't recall Which was kind of a hint to me that he wasn't really there because he didn't want him to tell him. Maybe, but uh, the the thing I remember is I'm just kind of acknowledging 3PO or something. He just kind of looks at him and goes, give him a wink or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so he goes to the door, and um, you got that great scene where Huck sees Luke, and he's like, I want every gun to shoot him now. And he, like, of course, like, start firing on Luke. Everything's, like, firing down at that one little spot. Yeah. And he's just like, more more he's <laughs> going like real crazy with it and Hux is finally like alright alright you, you think you got him or whatever not Hux it was Kylo it was Ren it was Kylo Ren no Wait. but Hux was the one like you think you got him or whatever yeah but you said that Hux is the one oh I'm sorry more. I meant Kylo Kylo was for sure the one that was wanting him yeah. Luke to die like he Hux is kind of like alright enough yeah 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 <laughs> Hux is the one that's just like you think like, you got him <laughs> And then, of course, like Luke, the, the dust settles. And I don't think there was any doubt that like Luke was going to be dead or anything. He just kind of gives that like little, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then you're like, what's going to happen here? Like, is he really going to take down the whole, you know, First Order? Like, he kind of like, 
um, he he kind of what was it? He he said something to Ray's like, "What do you expect me to do? Take down the first order with my laser sword?" And yeah, you know that was kind of like foreshadowing this moment because there was that great shot where he's standing there and the dust settles and you see like all those like adats kind of looking him staring him down. I was like, "Man, this is beautiful." So of course he gets in the the ship and he he I mean he doesn't get in the ship but he he comes down from the ship and they they have the face off. What really was just a a distraction to give him time to escape out the back door, more or less. Right. Um, but they have an exchange. Uh, he swipes at him a few times. And then there's that great thing. He's like, he hits him, you know, like, you're not really there. And he's like, see you around, kid. And then it, it's revealed that he's like, you know, all back on the island doing his force projector. Like, all right, Jason, go ahead. Yeah, that's where I have a problem. <laughs> that whole thing is great. But then, like, he's just wore out. And because he's exhausted, he dies. I, I don't see it so much as he was so exhausted he dies as that he he's finally at peace. That I do believe that it hurt him because he did project himself across whatever and he did all that and it probably did take quite and, a bit. And out may, of it. Yeah, and maybe it did. I don't know, but it is just it's more important I think to just realize that you know he was so bitter before and now he's at peace and he's just ready to move on and become one with the force but I don't understand like how could he necessarily be at peace he didn't like right his wrong with Kylo nothing changed he didn't and not only that he didn't seem to care to right his wrong with Kylo he apologized to Kylo yeah I mean, and, and that's yeah, yeah I don't know I just thought there'd be well i just remember like him being like kyle was like are you here to say you're sorry and he's like no you know like, do you remember like no that's like absolutely what didn't happen that i mean luke apologized to him that he, luke admitted that he failed him i do remember him saying he failed him okay but like i also that. remember the part too where he was like you know he said something like along the lines of you know, or you expect me to something or other. And like Luke was just like, no, I don't, you know, I, I don't, reg- I, I don't know. I have to, I have to go back and. Like, I don't remember that. exactly what he said. Yeah. But I mean, something it, to like, me, it was kind of like, you, you know, think like that's going to change things or something. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But anyways, um, I, I guess I just felt like that that wasn't enough that he should have passed on to the force. Just, yeah. It, it felt like ugh. here's the alternative. He, he actually fights Kylo Ren and dies physically at the hand of Kylo Ren or worse, like, you know, gets blasted and then dies that way. Like, I'd rather him die peacefully, like on that rock yeah, with the two yeah, sons. Just... And he's, he's at peace. Like Nick said, like he's, he's, his conscience is clean. He's no longer a bitter old man. It's like he's, he can die now. He's at peace. And I, I thought that was poetic. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. He was he didn't I die. Didn't like it. <laughs> well, I mean, like Han died pretty like crappily. You know, he just got like stabbed through the stomach when he was trying to like bring Kylo back. You know, at least at least like um, Luke's death meant a little something more. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. And then of course Ray like you know moves the rocks and they all get off and that that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. After so here's miraculously appears on the Millennium Falcon with no explanation. Sorry. So here's my thing about <laughs> like the the Last Jedi. I think it's premature to judge the movie because it's the middle part of the story. Right. You and can't. Whatever happens in the next movie may totally change your mind. It might. That's true. Now, That's we true. could do this list in two years, and I might go, what? You know what? It, it didn't mean anything. It was stupid. 
but I'm I'm gonna trust that like it's for something and it's le- it's building towards something else. I'm at least gonna give them the benefit of the doubt um, that it, it's building to something, and I don't want to judge it. I, I'm just gonna like take away the things that I really enjoyed. I I acknowledge the things that I don't like, but in the end, I just really I felt something with this movie. I felt emotional about this movie, and I can't say that about a lot of the other Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I put it up at four. I felt something more more than a lot of the other movies. I felt something too. Junk's coming up through you. <laughs> Vomit. Is that what you felt? Nausea? Like I you felt bad nauseous. Sushi. Bad sushi. <laughs> bad sushi. All right. So that's The Last Jedi. That's kind of our like, you know, retroactive review in a way. <laughs> Is there anything else about The Last Jedi that we could need to talk about? Mm-hmm. I'm a little behind on my factoids. Uh, for Force Awakens factoids. Um I went over that. Oh, uh, Daniel Craig had a cameo. He was a stormtrooper. Oh, he yeah, was the stormtrooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. So did uh, Simon Pegg. He, he, was, he was not a stormtrooper. He was he not was a stormtrooper. Yeah, he was guy uh, on a uh, Uncar Plunk. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and and to, to clarify, he was a stormtrooper that Ray escaped yeah. in The Force Awakens. Yes. Uh, you will drop your keys. You will drop your weapon. Whatever. <laughs> so, um, let's, so there was that. Um Let's see. The, uh, it was the first movie, uh, Force Awakens, that is. The first movie that Kenny Baker was not star, R2-D2. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, and since it was the first movie owned by Disney, they released under their umbrella. I thought it was funny that uh, almost 100,000 fans petitioned Disney to make uh, Princess Leia an official Disney princess. <laughs> I don't know why it needs to be like an official thing. I mean, she already, I mean, she is. She's yeah. a princess and she's. In Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Disney owns her. She's a princess. She's a Disney princess. Just deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Why has it got to be like official? Like, yeah, I agree. I just thought it was kind of funny that they, there was something? a big deal about it. Like, that was something that I remember that making news at the time. Like, oh, fans are petitioning. Fans also petitioned that the government build a real Death Star, if I remember correctly, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the government was like, uh, that would cost this much money, and why, also why? <laughs> like you fans are crazy with all your petitions. Uh, let's see, Last Jedi. I really don't have a lot of factoids on that because uh, that my Benicio del Toro factoid was uh, on that he was going to be Darth Maul, and he happened to be in the Last Jedi. Um, let's see. All right, we can move on to the next movie. I think. All right, number four. Number four. Uh, Rogue One. Sixth place for you, uh, fifth for me, and two for Jason. Jason really liked Rogue One. Whoa, I liked that too. that's kind of the first big surprise. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I'm, wow, I'm kind of surprised he wasn't hung up on the uh, the CG Tarkin <laughs> in the CG land, the Uncanny Valley. Those two things were kind of a little bit of a takeaway, but just the rest of the movie just. I don't know. It felt great. I liked it. It was a really good movie, for I, sure. I loved it, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it was so hard to put these in some kind it of was. order. <laughs> Most, all, almost all of these movies are fun, good movies. I own all of them. I've watched them all numerous times. Some, for sure, more than others. But, but yeah, in uh, 2016, you know, when it came out. So. Yep. So this is the first of the anthology movies. That This is like Disney's way of earning their money back. They're going to start filling in some gaps. And, uh, of course, the Han Solo movie is coming out very soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's other movies, too. You know, like, 
I think there. Well, there was talk of possibly a like uh, Lando movie. Yeah, maybe. like maybe like an Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan movie, like yeah. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Like there was news about him possibly wanting to be Obi-Wan mm-hmm. in the new Obi-Wan movie. So, you know, Disney's going to keep popping them off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Rogue One is interesting because it is the story about the, the uh, stealing of the Death Star plans. Mentioned in passing a little bit in the uh, first Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's great. Like that, that seems like a really interesting idea for a movie. And Disney was like, we agree. So like they made a movie. And uh, the interesting thing about that movie, too, is that was like the first possible sign that this Disney Alliance thing was maybe not going to work out because they changed directors part of the way through the making of this uh, movie. Yeah. yeah. And now that's kind of a thing that's happening more frequently, apparently. Like, Lord Miller was going to do the Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. And a good chunk of that movie way through, they they popped him off and they brought in Ron Howard instead. Yeah. And that's really weird. Like, you take the Lego guys and replace it with Ron Howard. That's I mean, a big swing. Big time. Um, but yeah, Rogue One, It they landed the... You know, they stuck the landing, though. It was great. Um, when I think about that movie, I think how it enhanced my enjoyment for Star Wars. The original Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah, and definitely. I, it was interesting how they went back and they told the story of... Uh, um, i trying to remember her name. Uh, what was the main character? Oh, uh, uh, Jin Erso. Jin, yeah. Jin Erso. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, her father was... Uh, you know, yeah, like, people always make fun of the fact that the Death Star was taken down so easily. But, oh, okay, so it turns out that it was planned that way. Right. He, he planted that weakness so that the, the, the Rebellion Army could take down the Death Star. I mean, otherwise, there would have been no way to defeat that thing. Yeah. So you're like, wait a second. That's a really... Now, you, you think back of all the examples of how, like, Lucas would tinker with his old movies. This is like a good tinkering. Yeah. You know? It's just a little tweak of the story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the other thing too about this movie is it fits like the dirty dozen like everybody dies in this movie yeah, yeah. it's a very and it was it was gonna be much darker apparently too but like it is kind of a darkish movie I mean you got the Alan Tudyk uh, droid who's very humorous in the movie and I liked, I liked him quite him. a bit yes. I yes, very I much liked him uh, but I mean the story is like this rebellious you know Jin you got uh, like an assassin basically right um and it, i really enjoyed um the uh blind uh gosh what's his uh yeah i am one what's, of what's the, the actors forces with me forces, uh, yeah um <sighs> he, he's like big yeah he's been in a lot of films um sorry i can't think of his I name i can't think of his name either. i can see <laughs> wong no not wong uh, i don't know but he he's really good in the movie too his his like little partner Johnny, his companion no. uh but he was really interesting uh you you got you kind of got to see how um I, I thought it was cool how they were extracting those crystals, the uh, the material, the oh, raw yeah. material that comes from uh, like the lightsaber crystals. Right. Yeah, crystals. Yeah, that was really cool. You got the, you got mention of the well of the of this. Um, what is it? The the original story that like Lucas kind of like called the well of. Um, I'm not sure where you're going with that one. Maybe as soon as you say it, I'll be like, oh yeah, but I'm, I don't know. the will of the will of the uh, gosh can't think of it now but it was kind of a thing like they they were one of the the, the blind character was like a guardian like a protector of it mm. oh i remember him referencing something yeah i'm not sure and it, it was meaningful in star wars canon because it was i think it was originally what was going to be called like star wars was going to be called something like this mm. well the wills i don't know i'm sorry i can't think I, and i remember nick you like turning and being like that's from like you know 
that's that means something. That's like a deal. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. Will of uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, I can't think. Guys, you can like you know toast me in the comments if you want. <laughs> toast all three of us since none of us can remember. <laughs> oh no no. So, anyways, that was so important. All three of us forgot about it. Um, but yeah, there, there was, it was just like rich with history, like the whole, and, and it was kind of like, uh, well, there was the whole Darth Vader scene. But it, it was yeah. just super cool that, uh, everything just really really had that feel and look of the original trilogy yes. i love seeing ad ads on a beach yeah yeah that was so cool, <laughs> that was cool. Now, i guess that the one thing i didn't really like so much is very much like the Raftar on the force awakens they had that Oh, whatever that mine was called that, oh, to, uh, like i didn't really man. like that it didn't really seem to fit yeah i know what you're talking yeah because that was um I'm the so gu- bad gully, at remembering stuff in the moment. Gully something. Was it something called? beast or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. It can make the you bull, insane. The bull or something. Uh, it, well, what, it was like Forrest what, Whitaker, his yeah. whole character, which I liked. I thought he was interesting. Oh, and he he his character was in the Clone Wars. Yes, it was. I remember hearing also, about yes, that in advance. Yes. Uh, I can't think of that character's name right now. I knew it at the time, but uh, yeah, he he was. Um, he was close with um, Jen and her family or yeah. whatever, so he trusts her. That's how she kind of got. So that was kind of cool that you know they brought in stuff like from the Clone Wars series and into the movies. Um, oh, you know what? Two guys I was reading uh, about the whole like tractor beam tracking technology or whatever. You know that? Remember that? Scene? Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're going with. That yeah, that was actually like on like a computer terminal. Yeah, yeah. That uh, they, they were like they were like just kind of like reading through on. like you know things that they were finding on the like hard drive or whatever. And that was one of the yeah, things. Like the, yeah, yeah. The 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 blueprints for the that Empire's technology. Like research and development team yeah. or whatever. You know, their yeah. scientists are working on that. It's funny how they and that, that came out before the Last Jedi. So they they did think about that. It didn't just pop up out yeah. of nowhere. Hyperspace but, tracking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I think about Rogue One, I, it, again, it's another one of those movies that's just shot so beautifully. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks really good. Um, the I, first time you ever see Darth Vader's castle that, yes, that you've, very you've cool. heard about in books and whatnot a lot. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like two on the nose a little bit there with that little pun, that little joke. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you do. You get a couple of new scenes with Darth Vader with James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. That was a treat, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially that last scene where oh, oh that was man. awesome! Yes. that was worth the price of the movie. Right He's there, just slamming it? people well, up into like, the ceiling. <laughs> and apparently, that was one of the reshoots they'd done too when they brought on the new guy. Yeah. So you know, good on Disney for making that decision. Well, I they guess. needed to because I mean, you always heard all these badass things that he's always done. And Finally, you see him. He's doing in his something. prime, yeah, kicking yeah, ass. Yeah, you don't really get to see that <laughs> yeah. in the original trilogy. It's just you know, and the desperation of those well, other rebels, you know, kind of yeah. like, you know, gotta get the like, you know, the the plans or whatever, like to the next ship so they can take off. Yeah, because like supposedly after Revenge of the Sith happens, he's hunting down the remainder of the Jedi, right? And you know, it's another thing you just don't see any of that. Mm. What you saw was clone troopers shooting Jedi in the back. But, 
Vader is out hunting the rest of them, and yeah. you just don't see it. You just Brutally. you never really see him do much, and finally you see him like in action. Yeah, right? that was cool. You finally see why he's so feared. feared. Yeah. yeah, you get a good reason. Like he he was mowing those guys down like a slasher, like Jason <laughs> from Friday the Thirteenth. Cool. Very cool. So that that left on a, that ended on a very high note. That and the way they were able to mix in some of the old characters, like when they were on. Uh, Oh, what's the oh the planet with the guys from the cantina? Yes, the two cantina guys show <laughs> the, up. The like butt face guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I forgot about yeah. them. <laughs> they had a little cameo. In yeah. 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 Mon Monmouth. I mean, she yeah. looked. They, Mon they did a, yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm sorry. They did a fantastic she, yeah, job. Yeah, she with looked her. pretty yeah. good. Well, um, and that was the same. Did we have Jimmy Smith for a second too? Wasn't that the same yeah, actress? Jimmy Smith was in it. Wasn't that the same yes. actress that was going to play Mon Mothma in uh, Revenge of the Sith, but like it, the whole part got cut. I think it was the same actor. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So finally, she got to play her part. <laughs> I mean, she she looked great because when I first watched it, I was like, "How in the world did they get that woman? And how does she still look that good?" And then yeah. I realized what they had done. Yeah. Now I'm gonna admit something here that I'm gonna get toasted for. I'm sure. But one of the big things that people don't like about the movie was the use of uh, Grand Moth Tarkin. And the, it and did the, not bother me. I, I did not even notice. Yeah, it. I could tell it was CG, but I thought it was very well done. I mean, I yeah. knew he was. I knew Peter Cushing, the actor, was dead. Right. But like, it looked so convincing to me. And, and, and in now my I can mind, see in hindsight, I can kind of see how he looks a little CG. But yeah. in my mind, I question whether. I could tell because I knew he was dead. If I did not know that fact, would I have even noticed? I don't now, some know. people claimed that it took him right out of the movie. It did not for me. Yeah, it, it did not. Either. Not one bit. The only one. And, uh, and he said he is an actual actor too. Like they're just over top of the actor's face. Right. Yeah. Right. So he's not all CG. Maybe that helps. But the only the only one that I thought of, of the old characters that they used uh, that looked a little off was Leia at the very end. Because if you go back and you rewatch that scene. Her face just looks a little not quite right. There's something about this. Just... I've heard a lot of people say the same thing, that it was Leia more so than Tarkin that they noticed the CG on. And I guess I it mean, was such a quick just, scene, it just didn't... It, it was super quick. I mean, she, she just turned around and that was it. Right. Yeah. It, it didn't I, linger. I didn't notice it at all. But do you remember also that they used other characters too uh, from the... Uh, oh, yeah. like the, uh, uh, Fighter Pilots. Yeah, red, red, uh, red, the, leader. The red, red leader. leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blue, I, blue leader. And they used yeah, they, audio, right? Like um, unused audio or something. How did they pull that off? I don't know, but I think it was I their forget, voices. I forget, but I remember reading something about yeah, it. Yeah, that was really cool. They too. did a fantastic job, like yeah, pulling off what they like what they wanted to do. I think they nailed it. Yeah, and everything looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's something that's going to age poorly. Like I think it's just really, it was done really, really well. Yeah. Um, all right, so like, anybody else got anything they want to mention about Rogue One? I, I think we all really, really liked it, and there's not a lot of pain points for either one of us. No, so, I, think uh, it was, it's yeah, great. I think it was pulled off very well. And I even read that how true it is, and I, they had to do a lot of reshoots books. I think the, the film, the original one in the can by the director, was much darker than what Disney wanted to put out. That's the story. I would love to see a cut of that. That's the story, that, that it was even awesome. darker and the Kathleen Kennedy had to go, this doesn't really, this is not what we're going for. So I, I'm curious how, but I, I, I would, uh, I'm always interested to see the cut, the original cut. But see, I don't think Disney will ever release like a director's cut. I don't know why they're. Then why uh, would they? It was a success. Right. I mean, but I mean, more money. Well, yeah, people true. People would buy that. 
I would. I would too. Who knows? Maybe in the future. So that takes us to uh, no, what number three? Well, um, is this fair if we do it this way? Um, what if we just? I mean, because you know, it's it's no secret at this point now that we've unveiled the others. What three are left over? Right. So the original trilogy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The original <laughs> trilogy. So it would it be fair if we just kind of talked about them together? And uh, so you know, I'll, I'll give the order. And then, you know, of like the total ranking and then I'll give like our individual orders what we said those were. So anyway, without further ado. Uh, so our number three was Return of the Jedi. Right. OK. Uh, number two, The Empire Strikes Back. OK. And funny how they're all going in order here. Yeah. And number one, A New Hope. OK. All right. So so Ron had ranked Return of the Jedi as his second place. Mm-hmm. He ranked Empire Strikes Back as his third place okay. and A New Hope as first place. I had ranked um, actually exactly the same as you did. So Return of the Jedi second, Empire Strikes Back third, A New Hope first. I'm glad I'm not the only one who put Empire third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So and so Jason, uh, Return of the Jedi was fourth place. Empire Strikes Back was first place, you know, just like a, a lot of fans say that Empire is the best. It's a great movie. Uh, and A New Hope, he had ranked third place. So so Rogue One, then A New Hope. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he had Rogue One, as we'd said before, at second place. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't have any problem with the way that it ended up with, like you said, kind of went three, two, one in the, in that order. Uh, but it, it, yeah, Return of the Jedi is uh, it, it nearly was my number one, and, and it it exactly was nearly my number one also, um, because that came out you know when I was a kid and I was just all about you know, Jabba the Hutt, the Ewoks, you know it, it was just I, I loved all of those things about um, you know and the Sice Noodles and the Rebo Band. I loved all the, the creatures and stuff that Return of the Jedi had. Jango Fett, he does uh, die in a kind of a bitch way, but yeah, I'm sorry, Jango's the dad. Uh, but yeah, and uh, you know Empire Strikes Back. You know, like we were saying, you know, it's Jason's number one. For me, you know, I loved Empire Strikes Back, but because I was a kid at the time, it's it's like I didn't really appreciate it as well as, uh, you know, for what it was that, you know, being the dark movie of the bunch. Yeah. That I think, you know, that's why I like Return of the Jedi being a kid at the time. And I think that's too why we're so lenient. I think it would be different. I think that's too why we're really lenient when it comes to these parts in the newer movies that are clearly and obviously aimed at kids. Yeah. Right. You know, because for many people, Ewoks are their Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. But we love the Ewoks. I mean, yeah. it was right up our alley in our age group. Yeah. So I, I can appreciate that they throw in the stuff for the kids also, you know. I'm with yeah. you, though, man. Like, I, for all the reasons you just mentioned, uh, you got Slave Leia oh, in yeah. the, the gold yeah. bikini. Uh, you get to see Luke Skywalker finally becoming, like, a badass Jedi. Oh, man, and that black, like, ninja oh. outfit. And he's got the green <laughs> the lightsaber. Green lightsaber. And... I always love that green lightsaber. Me, too. Yeah. yeah uh, I, was, cool. I was really happy when they went away from something. Like, there's red, then there's blue, then they, ooh, that green. Yeah. Really, yeah. really looked nice. 
um you know you got like the return like you find out what happens to han and you know and i I really like that character that uh carrie uh princess leia uh oh the bounty hunter yeah i I cannot think of his name what was his name bush yeah oh yeah Yeah. i love that character such a cool character yeah he's got a thermal detonator (laughs) (laughs) the rancor monster oh man yeah i forgot when i was talking about loving like all the little monsters and stuff yeah the rancor was great rancor was gamorian guards Gamorian guards, yeah, yeah. everything about. I, I remember when the Jedi toys came out. The Gamorian guard was like one of the first ones I wanted to get. Yeah, yeah. and Bib Fortuna. Yeah, Bib Fortuna, Squid right? Face. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, you know, yeah. Tessic finally got a name, Tessic. But yeah, on the like the the box, it was just Squid Face. You learn that like Luke and Leia are like siblings. Yeah. In Return of the Jedi, you get that big reveal, which yeah, made so the first movie so gross. Yeah. Back, like, oh, you kissed her. <laughs> you're my sister. You're my sister. <laughs> <laughs> so that put a whole like new spin on that original. Like, remember when Luke got kissed in the first one? And he's like, yeah, you just kissed your sister, dude. <laughs> that was Empire, but yeah, Empire, right? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, but see you around, kid. <laughs> but he was kind of fawning over in the first one too. Very much so. Yeah, when like. You know, he and Han will be talking, and, and you know, because you know, Han acts like he's not interested at all, and Luke's mm-hmm. like, "Good." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, like they ended up together, and then you know, like I guess everybody loves a bad boy. I guess. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and Empire had some really cool like things going for it too, though. Like the ad ad's probably my favorite all time. Oh movie. yeah, that oh awesome. man, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like the Hoth battle? The Hoth battle is the iconic. Yep, snow speeders. Let me like you know, Jason. That's you oh, know. We didn't talk about the speeder bikes from Return of the Jedi. Oh, love the speeder yeah. bikes. I love that yes. toy that exploded. Uh, yeah. You know, yep. I love the way they made that scene too. Like they took steady cams and walked through like uh, the like, what was the forest in California? Uh, what like the redwood redwood forest? Redwood forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they actually like just would walk a trail and then they like they recorded it really slowly and then sped it up to twenty four frames per second to give it that like really fast feel. But. Yeah. You know, but everything about the Jedi was great. You know, Empire, you know, you had some cool things going for it. Like I said, the Ada at the Hoth battle, which is recreated in every single video game ever a dozen times over, which we've talked about many Mm -hmm. times before. And There's, since it's improved upon every time, I, you know, yeah. I, I bring it, it on. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll play it again. It's even better now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, but, but like I said, we're not going to get into the details of the movies. But but I, I'm glad you brought up the reason why like you had Jedi ranked higher than Empire is because of our age and it felt appropriate. Yeah. If I look back on it and if I'm objectively grading it, then yeah, Empire is pretty amazing. It probably added the most to all of the movies. Yeah. And I didn't rank Empire first because I'm older than these two. No. <laughs> I just, you know, over the years, that's the movie I have become more accustomed to liking than the others. Totally fair. Totally yeah, fair. and like ultimately I said A New Hope is first just because that's what started it for me. Credit where credit yeah. is due. Yeah. Star Wars was the one that started it all. And I, I personally think that the original Star Wars is like a perfect movie. I mean, and not only that started it all, but... For me, I mean, that's the right. one that I saw that I got hooked on. Yeah, we all got hooked on yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I for sure saw it first, even though two other movies had come out, you know, after it. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know. Um, let's uh, see. Because I think, like, you know, Return of the Jedi had already, like, been out in the theaters, you know, the first time I saw um, A New Hope. Because, you know, the first time I saw it was on VHS. You know, mm-hmm. so it was out on the home release already when I yeah. saw it. 
And I remember like even too like seeing Star Wars on network TV like it was a huge deal when it yeah. came on network television for the first time. Yeah. Uh, like I, I remember like seeing that and just being like so like excited. In fact, I might have saw it on network TV before I saw it on cassette or VHS or whatever. Maybe. I'm not sure. I can't be sure about that because it's been a while. But yeah. I'm thinking it might be. Um, we could talk about the special editions, I guess, for a second. Uh, <laughs> how Lucas kind of toyed uh, w- with the whole, uh, you know, he, he was never happy with the original. He had a vision. Yeah, and, and, I, and I can appreciate that, like, he had this vision and he just, the technology at the time, that just you could not do certain things and whatever. But uh, some of the special editions are better than others. Uh I, I, I guess let's start at the beginning. So, like, A New Hope, when the special edition came out for that. A lot of people don't like the added scene with Jabba the Hutt. I like it. Yeah, it's our, it's been redone now a few times. Like, the Blu-ray version, I guess, is the newest version that they had yeah. redone it. Because, like, the, yeah, the first version, Jabba just didn't look right. He looked kind of sickly. and it, he, looked he, looked, off. he looked weird. He looked off. Um, they, they've made it look better, you know, and a lot of people complain about the, uh, where they kind of cut Han Solo to kind of step up yeah. on his tail. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, they, it, it it's kind of moves awkwardly and well, it's not a real smooth transition. I, I get why they did it because he's got the tail because, you know, the actor at the time, Jabba, was just a human guy a dude, when, when yeah, they right. first recorded this scene. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get it. I can appreciate that they brought out this deleted scene and kind of touched it up and, and made Jabba the way we know Jabba to be now. Right, right. So, I like it. I'm glad they added it. It 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 is uh, kind of repetitive because a lot of the dialogue is the same thing that Han kind of says to Greedo. Greedo. <laughs> so it's it's very repetitive, but it didn't need to be there. But it it was one of the examples that we knew about that got cut, and I think a lot of people were wanted to see it. And it it kind of ties together, I think, the first movie with Jedi a little more. That now you've already been introduced right. to Jabba. Mm-hmm. The I mean, continuity of that character. So in, anyway, I, I but the like, deal with those movies, like I was excited to see him re-released in theaters. It kind of got people's juices flowing again for Star Wars. So like I was welcoming a yeah. lot of the things. Yeah, they very did. much so. Uh, yeah, because I, I remember you know we were there opening day for to see the special edition, and it mm-hmm. was great. And I, it was the first time I ever saw Star Wars in the theater. Yep. Yeah. So it's the first time we've seen any of those original trilogy. Well, you you've seen I, I Jedi. Saw Jedi but, I remember yeah. seeing that in the theater. The other two, no. It was a huge deal so for a whole generation cool. of fans to see those movies on like the Like those screen. X-Wings looked amazing. Yeah, at the, the end, yeah, when yes. they're getting ready to do the uh, the Death Star uh, run, that yeah, that, that looked great. And uh, what, what else Mos did Eisley. they add in there? That, they, great. Yeah, the, uh, they like, added in a lot more to Mos Eisley, and the do-backs looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I kind of appreciated what they did there for the most part. And so then I guess move oh, on to... There was another cool scene there early on on Tatooine with the um, the vehicle that the uh, Jawas came in. Remember how oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, they, it made it look a lot better. The yeah. enhancements were welcome. Yeah, know, the right? sand crawler. Yes. Yeah, I like that yeah. sand crawler. It was cool. 
<laughs> I know that's not a yeah. I just like those raiders. <laughs> so like a donkey and some other noises. I, don't know what it is. I just love donkeys, so I like the raiders. So so then you know the Empire Strikes Back special edition came out, and I think they improved a lot of stuff there. That you know they kind of redid the scene with the wampa, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that was cool. The, uh, the emperor, they changed it, and yeah, they is they that changed. actually uh. The guy that played Palpatine? I think it is, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the few actors that came back for the prequels. Yeah. Others being like uh, uh, Kenny Baker and uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Daniels? Jeff, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Not Jeff Daniels. <laughs> the dude. <laughs> I remember the dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow. Uh, C-3PO abides. <laughs> and, and they added a lot more detail to Bespin, Cloud City. Yep, that looked I, nice. I, I don't think they really added a whole lot to Empire Strikes Back. Little touch-ups. Though. And what they did, I think, was improvements. I, I don't I don't really know of any real complaint at all for yeah, Empire. Or Empire, no. Not really. But, I mean, because, you know, people did kind of complain about, like, Jabba and some things in A New Hope, but I don't, I don't really think so for Empire. And so then you move on to Return of the Jedi, and, and yeah, they just ruined that. Took one. a big yeah, old yeah. shit on our childhood, didn't they? That's one of those like first, like you ruined my childhood. They kind of did in this case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, they they took out a lot of stuff that I loved in Return of the Jedi. The and, Ewok celebration song. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, oh, and that's uh, the the size noodles. Uh, song the Rebo Band music yeah. re- totally replaced that with yeah, some just new copy and paste it over top of the with other. that cartoon Muppet guy oh. with the big mouth. Oh yes, I hate that. That, guy. that was so bad. And and like the the dance number would it just I yeah I didn't like that at all. Yeah, it's like a crappy bad. DreamWorks like I don't know. Yeah, I really missed the old song there. That was Nick just talking about uh, one of the scenes from uh, Return of the Jedi, the this special edition that we all agreed was sort of an atrocity against our childhood. <laughs> uh, due to uh, a production malfunction, we we lost the last couple minutes of the episode recorded with Jason, Nick, and myself. But I didn't want to uh, just leave the episode lingering. And we were pretty much done with it anyway. We just lost the last couple minutes. I thought that I would just... Uh, at first, like, you know, create a little something for the video and just say, hey, here's the final rankings for the three of us because we we went on to do that. And I had a few extra little tidbits from each movie that I can go ahead and share, too. But I thought, well, that won't be fair to our audio only listeners. They'll you know, they won't be able to tell what happened. They're just all of one minute. Nick's talking about Return of the Jedi and the next second. It's just like some music playing and that's it. So I didn't think that would be fair. So here I am by myself. Uh, on behalf of the, the other two, I'll go ahead and present to you the, the final few minutes of the episode as it was intended. Um, so yeah, here's some tidbits, um, or factoids as I like to call them, for The New Hope. Uh, I thought it was interesting that George Lucas originally wanted Orson Welles, uh, Unicron himself, for you Transformers fans out there, uh, to voice Darth Vader instead of James Earl Jones, which is pretty funny. Um... He uh, James Earl Jones ended up, of course, becoming the voice of Darth Vader, and famously, I mean, you can't imagine, you know, anyone else but him to be the voice. Even the actor who originally was Darth Vader didn't even get—you didn't even get to hear his voice. Start tearing this ship apart piece by piece until you find those tapes. Find the passengers of this vessel. I want them alive. 
But James Earl Jones, I guess we can all agree, was a good choice. Um, he made $7,500 for that, you know, few minutes of work. Uh, like he literally came in for like a, an hour and a half's worth of work, and he was only in the movie for like 12 minutes anyway. So, uh, you know, you think about Darth Vader being such a huge part of that movie, and he was. Uh, as far as screen time goes, not so much. Uh, interesting factoid, the original crawl from Star Wars was an actual practical effect. Um, you know, at the beginning of the movies, uh, that that was actually shot with six foot wide letters um, on a black background. And, you know, they just panned the camera along the uh, crawl. So that, that was an all that was all practical, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Alec Guinness, who famously was not a huge fan of the Star Wars movie, um, during the making of it, I don't even know if he was a big fan even afterwards. I'm pretty sure he was quoted as saying that the whole thing was fairy tale rubbish anyway. Um, and so he was a hard negotiator for his role as far as payment goes. And he, he ended up negotiating a 2% of the gross box office, which was a pretty, uh, pretty good move on his part. Uh, that 2% ended up in the end grossing him from a range of, depending on where you, you know, quote your sources, anywhere from 60 to $95 million. So for his role in, as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, uh, he became a millionaire, like millions of million. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, if you think about that, that's nuts. By comparison, Mark Hamill got a 0.25%. Uh, share plus six hundred fifty thousand dollars. Sorry, I don't know what percentage that equates to as far as his point two five percent. Certainly not the sixty to ninety five million that uh, Alec Guinness got. And uh, if you want to put that even further into perspective, Han Solo himself, Harrison Ford, only got ten thousand dollars to play um, Han Solo, and he got no percentage points. So pretty crazy. Um, moving on to the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool that, or interesting, uh, that uh, in that scene early on on Hoth when uh, Han is looking for Luke and he finds him nearly frozen to death. And um, but before that, one of the other soldiers kind of like you know stops searching, and then Han famously yells like, "I'll see you in hell." Well, the the actor that he was you know saying that to is actually none other than um, John Ratzenberger, uh, who was. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Cliff Clavin from Cheers. So that's kind of interesting. Thought neat little cameo there. Um, I think lots of people already knew this, but Lawrence Kasdan thought that Han Solo should probably have died in The Empire Strikes Back at the end. <clears throat> um, he thought that it would be more interesting for it, it would show that the stakes were a lot higher if one of the main characters had died partway through the series and George Lucas of course said no thanks to that <clears throat> and uh, and then you know years later we come to find out that Harrison Ford actually wanted the Han Solo character to die so you know there were uh, there were people other than Harrison Ford that thought he should die and of course he did years later in The Force Awakens uh, my least favorite part of that movie um, let's see uh, oh uh, Empire Strikes Back the actor who played the uh, Emperor in one of the hologram scenes in the original cut of that movie was um, Rick Baker's wife. Um, you know, so of course the legendary creature creator, Rick Baker, that was his wife, Elaine Baker. So that kind of, you know, it, it didn't look great, but bef underneath all that makeup. And of course, later on digitally, they, 
they they put the other actor over top of her so she she wasn't that character for long but originally it was rick baker's wife um see uh, to the return of the jedi uh steven spielberg was uh meant originally to be the director of that which i think would be interesting um that that movie really had appealed to kids anyway as we noted you know the three of us before uh or at least nick and i that you know that that movie reminds us most of childhood and it was kind of kid friendly in a way more than at least more than the other two certainly more than empire strikes back but uh yeah steven spielberg was going to be the director but he couldn't due to a technicality you see um george lucas had to leave the director's guild over some you know some business um from what I understand, and I, I could be totally wrong, and this might not be all of it, but one of the reasons why um, the movies are independent or considered independent is um, you couldn't, you you had to have, like there was a rule where you had to have credits from the movie in the beginning of the movie. Um, and I, I you, if you've seen older movies, they used to do it a lot more. Like you used to see lots and lots of credits at the beginning of movies and they kind of cut it out and just will. Now they'll just show title cards of the, the starring actors and maybe the director and some producers. They, but they, they would just do that cold open to the crawl in all the original Star Wars movies. And apparently that was a no, no. Uh, so for whatever reason, um, Spielberg didn't direct. Uh, another director that could have possibly directed uh, that I read was David Lynch, who passed to do Dune. So, you know, the way, any way you want to look at it, that could have been a mistake. He could have done Return of the Jedi, but there are the Dune fans out there. And uh, another famous director, David Fincher, was not asked to direct the movie, but he was um, a young... Uh, his first job in the business was as an assistant camera operator uh, for Return of the Jedi, which is pretty cool. Uh of course, if you're not familiar with David Finch's name, you're probably familiar with movies like Seven and Fight Club and Zodiac and movies like those are really cool movies. Uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, you know, very, very distinct style of, of movies. And uh, I, I imagine what, you know, a movie like Return of the Jedi would look like under his eye. But again, he was never asked. He was very young at the time. And my final uh, factoid, which I thought was kind of cool, uh, Bush, the character that Carrie Fisher played, the... Um, the bounty hunter that I had mentioned that I thought was kind of neat. Uh, that voice of Bush was actually the same actor um, as the the actress. Her name's Pat Welsh. Had that very raspy voice. She also voiced uh, E.T. So if you're watching the Return of the Jedi and that Bush scene comes up, and you know, like rah, 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 you know, like whatever, uh, like that's the same voice as E.T. And I'm, you may not have put that together at the time. I certainly didn't, but uh, you know, you may have thought, man, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it was E.T. So there's a Spielberg connection right there. Um, so that was it as far as the factoids go. Uh, to wrap up the episode, I thought it would be cool uh, to go ahead and list out the individual top tens for Nick, Jason, and myself, because you know, we normally do that as well. Um, so let me go ahead and get that open right now, and I'll just kind of go over what you know, we have our overall BitGeek top 10, but what, were, what did we each think the top 10s were individually? I'll begin with Nick's. Um, so number 10, he had the Clone Wars. And as you remember, he was the only one who's actually ever seen the Clone Wars. Uh, but we all kind of figure, well, it would have landed at 10 anyway. Uh, uh, nine for Nick was Attack of the Clones. Eight was Phantom Menace. Uh, seven for Nick was The Force Awakens. Uh, six for Nick was The Last Jedi. Um, five for Nick was Rogue One. Uh, four was Revenge of the Sith, so he actually had one of the prequel movies pretty high up on the list there. 
Um, Empire Strikes Back at number three, number two, Return of the Jedi, and number one, A New Hope. Uh, next, we have Jason's list. At number 10, he had The Clone Wars. Didn't actually see it, but figured, again, that it would be there anyway. Uh, nine, he had The Phantom Menace. Eight, he had Attack of the Clones. Seven, Revenge of the Sith. Six, The Last Jedi. Fifth, The Force Awakens. Fourth, Return of the Jedi. Third, A New Hope. Second, Rogue One. And his number one movie was The Empire Strikes Back. My 10 was Clone Wars 10, 9, Attack of the Clones. Eight, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Seven would be The Phantom Menace. I think I had it ranked the highest in the prequels as far as that goes. Uh, Six would be Rogue One. Uh, Fifth would be uh, the The Force Awakens. Fourth, The Last Jedi. I think I had it the highest there. Uh, and then third, Empire Strikes Back. Second, Return of the Jedi. And um, number one, A New Hope, which I think we said just a moment ago. I think Nick and I had the same top three. So, uh, again, uh, sorry, it's just me. I uh, wanted to go ahead and put a cap on the end of this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, ranking of the movies, the Star Wars cinematic movies. Uh, we certainly enjoyed making it for you. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, just maybe subscribing or giving a thumbs up to the video if you enjoyed it. Uh, give it a thumbs down if you didn't. That's cool. Uh, so on behalf of myself and Nick Wright and Jason Bridwell, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Big Geek Podcast. See ya.